Well, good evening, everyone. Amen. I was giving uh, folks time to get on the line on this evening, so that's why we ran the uh, the videos a little longer than 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 usual. But I'm, I'm not going to hold up the um, the service on tonight. Um, I'm excited about uh, who we have on this evening. Uh, we have a, a young man uh, by the name of Elder. Donald Devereux. Um, he's no stranger to Hope International Ministries, also known as him. This young man is an anointed, powerful, and I think what stands out for me um, from all the attributes that I just mentioned is his humility. He's very humble. He's a very humble man of God, and he loves the Lord. He loves the Lord. He's a young man. I told y'all I'm hanging with the young people. I'm getting rid of the old folks. I'm coming over here with the young people because the young people got the energy and they on fire for the Lord. Amen. Not say the old folks aren't because I'm a new old folks are. But my age, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hang with my people. I'm hanging with the young people now. Amen. I'm in denial. Praise God. But he is a young man. Um, I, I, um, uh, we gained a, acquaintance, um, back in Bethlehem, Judah. I don't know how many years ago that was under, um, now Bishop Anthony Gilliard, preaching man. Amen. And that's his pastor. And we thank his pastor for allowing him to come and share with us on tonight. I love this young man. I really do. I loved him way back then. We're talking about, wow, about seven, eight, nine years ago. And um, he's still the same, still humble, still powerful, and still loves the Lord. And so we all know uh, the routine. Uh, once I um, relinquish this mic, uh, Elder will take charge and um, he will bring the word and he will dismiss us. And he knows that he can flow in his anointing. He knows. We already talked about it. Listen, I know we said 15, 20 minutes, but if the Holy Spirit is moving, he has, you know, the Holy Holy Spirit has the right way. Amen. And we just flow with Holy Ghost. And so um, I am going to uh, open the mic for him. Now, the downfall is, and I told him I can't see him personally. You know, like you see me, we're not going to see him. We're going to see a picture of him today because his laptop won't allow the camera to open up. So you're going to see a picture of him. But you're going to hear him. Amen. And that's what we really want to hear the word of God. So I am going to, again, relinquish uh, this mic and I'm going to turn it over to Elder. He's uh, he's just a mighty uh, man of God on fire for the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to turn it over. Y'all just hold because you know how I am with, you know, you know I am with the electronics and all of that. But I'm going to flip him over like right about now. And then I'm going to get off of this screen. Amen. God bless. Mm -hmm. Amen. Pastor, can you hear me? Amen. I hope everyone can hear me. Praise God. All right. Praise God. First of all, I want to give honor to God and the opportunity to uh, be here and share with Hope International Ministry. I've been able to share and afforded the opportunity to share in the past. What an opportunity to return. I'm humbled and honored. Um, I praise God for the life of Pastor Mallory, who is an awesome woman of God. And I praise God for this ministry where the spirit of the Lord is flowing and they really let the Lord have his way. I praise God for my ministry that I'm a part of Bethlehem Judah Christian Fellowship, where my pastor is Bishop Anthony W. Gilliard. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing in the earth. I'm ex excited about the next move of God. And I'll be very brief 
We have about 15, 20 minutes. I was raised right under good tutelage. And my grandmother, who was an evangelist in her time, always said, you don't outrun the spirit of the Lord. When he's done, you sit your hips down and you're done. Amen. So I praise God for the opportunity to share with you all today. Um, we live in some unprecedented times. I'm just going to talk. Allow me to speak to you today and my expression and my, uh, uh, my teach. It may not be my normal expression. I just feel the Lord leading me to talk to you tonight. So allow me to go into that route and let me just say what thus saith the Lord. But I do believe that there is a word from the Lord that I have to share. A lot of people are discouraged because we live in unprecedented times. And I want to just my assignment tonight. This is a time of inspiration. And so I want to inspire you and, and give you hope in, and, and, and let you know that there is hope in God. And that while people are leaving and backing away. I want to try to give some tools for us to lean into God, because this is the time to lean in and press in and be everything that God called us to be and to obtain everything that God has for us in this season. We live in the midst of times when things are changing, how we gather, it's changing, how we worship is changing. The pandemic itself brought so many changes and a ripple effect. Uh, we've lost loved ones. People have lost jobs. It brought so many changes. And so you may find a segment of people that, uh, especially you all that are maybe listening that are pastors or even you as a pastor, just us as a body of Christ. There may be a season where you feel stuck and stuck means that you just, you know, you're just stuck in a situation or a season where you can't move or you may feel barren. You may feel barren as if you cannot produce or reproduce uh, something that you feel you want to or you, or you are called to birth out. Now, with all of this uncertainty, we can do one of two things. You can lean into God. You can lean in and you can press into God for a next move. You can press in for God to go to the next dimension or you can retreat. You can back off. I was reading some statistics. People are backing off as, as we are present those of us online, those of us who are still going to church as we're present, there are 250 pastors a month that are quitting, that are telling God no, that are just turning in their, their assignment and saying no. During the pandemic, millions, millions skip church and they have not, many of them, scores of them have not returned. Those that were on home became, have even become disenfranchised with logging into social media. They have backed away. People are backing off. What causes us to back off from God when things are rough or when we're in the middle of a situation is because the first thing that we do is we look at that situation with our natural eyes. Our natural eye sees the reality. Your natural eye sees the sickness. Your natural eye sees the calamity. The natural eye sees the despair in your home. The natural eye sees the loss, the opposition. It sees everything. But when you look at your situation through your spiritual eye, do you know that you still see the reality? You still see the hope. 
You see, still see a level of disparity. You still see sickness in the body. But when you look at it through your spiritual eyes, glory, hallelujah, you look at it through a Jeremiah 32 and 37, your eyes are looking at it with power and asking that situation the same rhetorical question that Jeremiah asked. He said, is there anything too hard for God? I just want to let you know if God can do anything, if he healed your body before, he'll do it again. If he opened up a door for you before, he'll open it up again. If he made a way for you in the past, he's going to do it again. If you need assistance, God's got your back. There's nothing too hard for God. And so tonight I wanted to encourage those that are listening to focus and lean in, lean into what the Lord is saying and lean into what the Lord is doing. James 2, you got to do that James 2 and know that faith without works is dead. Faith without movement is dead. Faith without works. So what do you mean works? I'm not talking about works in the church because works in the church is great. I'm talking about works in the Holy Ghost, moving in the spiritual things of God, fasting, praying, seeking the Lord. Those things still work. And I know they sound old fashioned, fasting and praying, but that's, that's your lifeline. Faith without works is dead. Faith is a belief in God. Faith is a belief in a, in, a, in a higher authority. Faith is a belief in something that you can't do. Now, faith is a Hebrews 11 and 1. We know that scripture. Uh, faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. It's the, it's the substance. It's also uh, the assurance. Faith is the substance or the assurance of things hoped for. So what does that say? That first part of Hebrews 11 and 1 is saying that faith, I believe God. I believe what I can, what I, what I don't have. I see it. I'm looking in the spirit. I see it. My faith sees it. It's the evidence of things not seen. It means I have it before I have it. It means I have it in the spirit. It means I speak it into existence and I learn how to decree a thing because my faith will birth it out. When we look at the word and you look for individuals in the word of God in different stories and, and different accounts. I like to call them accounts. I don't really like to call them Bible stories because the word of God is not, is not a book. It's a book, but it's not, it's not fictional. It is, it is a actual account. And so I, I like to refer to Bible accounts and, and I, I'm often reminded as I was reading and I was praying and meditating, God dropped in my spirit about Hannah. Hannah was a woman who faced great adversity and 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 she faced a calamity uh this is the interesting part about Hannah is that Hannah is that she was a person who was faced with uncertainty trauma but she leaned in to God on faith she had every excuse to back away and just because we lean in doesn't mean that we don't have a reason to back off you have a reason to back off. You have a reason to leave the church. You have a reason not to come back. You have reasons not to serve, but your faith and your assurity in God, something inside of you, when you know that 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 the same God that worked it out before is going to do it again. You find strength and you collect yourself and you lean into God. And with all the trauma, that she faced, she leaned in. With all the trauma that you faced in this season, now is your time to lean in. With all of the uncertainty and adversity, she you got to lean in. Hannah was a woman who was barren. 
And this is the tricky part because when you go to First Samuel and we and we and we are introduced to her in First Samuel, when you go to the fifth verse, First Samuel uh, uh, to that fifth verse, uh, one chapter one five, go to the fifth verse, part B says because the Lord had closed up Hannah's womb. That's a tricky thing. Hannah's womb, she was barren, but it said because the Lord had shut up her womb. And sometimes it's hard and we ask God a question. Why did you let this happen? I, I was, we were raised, many of us, to say, you don't ask God a question. I don't necessarily agree with that. You can ask God a question. You can't argue with God because he's not going to change his stance. But why does God allow certain things to happen? And as I was reading that, the Lord said, because sometimes I'm going to birth something out so, so great in you. I've got to make you tough. I've got to make you birth it out with power. Glory to God. And so Hannah was, this was an interesting thing about Hannah, y'all, because Hannah was married to Elkanah and Elkanah had another wife with children. So there was a wife with children, there was a husband, and then there was Hannah who was barren. Hannah desperately wanted to have a child. She was barren and could not conceive or produce. She was stuck and she was barren. Now, it was also a social stigma for her to not be able to have children. So that caused her to be ostracized. I don't know about any of y'all, if you've ever been in a, a, a setting and been ostracized or kicked to the curb, talked about, been the subject matter of much discussion and, and not had the opportunity to be included. But I came to tell you this evening that you still have an opportunity to lead in on God because God's got a plan for your life. Life. God's got a plan. God's got a plan through adversity. And what happened in this situation as well is that Hannah, here she is, barren. And then the Bible says that her adversary, her rival, her the other wife, Penina, provoked her sore to cause her to fret. Or another translation says caused uh, her in order called, provoked her to irritate her and to make her fret. And I'm going to tell you something. We go through so much and we go through a lot at times. It doesn't mean that we don't get irritated, frustrated, but God's going to bring us from frustration to fruition. And you can't, God doesn't delight in the soul that draws back. He don't delight in a drawback spirit. I came to tell you that this is not the season to draw back. This is not the season to quit. This is not the season to give up. This is not the season to worry and wonder, but this is the season to put it all in the spirit. This is the season to put it all on God. This is the season to gird up the lawns of your faith. This is the season to get, hey, glory to God, to get your mind together, to elevate your mind behind, beyond people, beyond places, and beyond things. In this season, you should not be worried about what people are saying about you. They talked about Jesus. You should not be worried about who's instructing you to quit. This is your season to press forward. If God said move and continue, that this is your season to move and to continue. I'll say my own amen. I can't hear nobody, but I can hear myself. I feel glory in my dining room. I feel the power of God. God is telling somebody this evening to press on, even when you talked about scorn, because there is a better day and there is a work and something for you to do in him. Hannah was barren and she was unable to produce 
and she was being taunted. She had no children. She was ostracized. She was stuck and the subject of much talk. But Hannah did something that I want you to I want you to do. The Bible says that Hannah, in that 12th verse of that of that first chapter, she went to worship. And I came to tell you that the devil is trying to make many of us stay home. The devil is trying to make many of us become disenfranchised with God. The enemy wants us to forget about the Lord and the enemy wants us to rest. But I came to tell you that this is not a season to rest. It's a season to rest in your God and rest in your faith and lean in and not lean back. This is not a time to forget about the precepts of God. This is not a season to forget about God's holiness. And I know, I know, I know, I know that when we talk about holiness, we think about a whole lot of other stuff and long dresses and a whole bunch of rules. But the holiness of God is operating in the spirit of God and living and working out the word of God. Holiness is not a whole bunch of, of, of rules and regulations, but it's about foundational doctrine and precepts. If the word don't say it, then you don't do it. This is the season for you to rest in the word of God and to move to the next dimension in him. She went to worship. And I'm not talking when we go to worship. A lot of times when we go to church, y'all. We want to praise, we want to dance, we want to run around the church. All of that has its up, all of that has its place. I love to praise God. I'm a praiser by nature. I was born and raised in church. I was born and raised around appraisers. But the Bible said they that worship him, they worship him in spirit and in truth. And there's something about worshiping God. You can praise him at home and you can worship him at home. When you lay out before God and you lean into an anointing, when you lean into the presence of God, you praise him until you lose reckless abandonment. You praise him until you lose yourself and you come out of yourself. If you don't believe me, let's look at the scripture. The Bible says, as she kept praying, she went to worship as she kept praying. Eli, the high priest, observed her mouth. Hannah was not praying in with her audible speech, but she was praying in her heart. Her lips were not moving, but her voice was not heard, but she was praying in her heart. Eli thought she was drunk. People will think you crazy when you begin to worship God in the midst of everything you're going through. Don't you worry about who thinks you're crazy. You can look crazy, but God knows the intent of your heart because you're pulling on an anointing. You're pulling on God to bring you out. You're pulling on God to bring you over and to bring you through. How long, he said, will you stay drunk? She said, put away your wine. We are misunderstood when we worship God, right? People talk about us when we worship God, right? But the fact of the matter is that when she got up from that worship experience, the Lord opened up her womb and she conceived Samuel. And I came to tell you that that she conceived with her husband when she got back and they consummated and, 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 and conceived. But I believe that God opened up her womb in prayer. And if you want the portal of your spirit opened and you want to move to the next level in God, it's going to happen in worship. I just came to tell somebody that you've got to lean in into God. You've got to lean in because God has something great and exciting for you. Rejoicing. First Thessalonians 
5.16 says, rejoicing always, pray without ceasing. I came to tell somebody that lean in with prayer. You got to pray without ceasing. Lean in with faith. Faith without works is dead. Lean in decreeing and declaring the word of God over your life prophesying over your life. It's okay for the prophet to prophesy over you, but I can prophesy over myself. I know what God has in store for me. When you can look in the mirror and prophesy over yourself, you can stand in the mirror for two hours and prophesy over yourself and tell yourself that you're blessed. Tell yourself that you're healed. Tell yourself that you're delivered because Job 22 and 8 says that you would decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee. You've got the power and the authority to decree and declare. You've got an anointing and a power over your own life to decree and declare. Hallelujah. I want to let you know that you've got to lean in faith. You've got to lean in thanksgiving and you've got to lean in prayer. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God in the mountain of his holiness. There's some things that God is doing. God is shifting us. He's shifting us from the familiar. He's shifting us. Look at how we're gathering now. In times past, I would have probably been invited in person to a weekly service, but now we're gathering uh, uh, via social media. God is opening up new avenues. God is also bringing in new people that that we need to be uh, ready to minister to. This is not the time for you to quit because if you're still here, God is saying that you are essential in the next move. You are essential in what he's doing in the next level. And I keep saying this. And I, I, I was I spoke in uh, Neptune about uh, maybe two months ago. And as I was driving to that assignment, the Lord was saying that revival is going to break out in the Neptune and Asbury area. And it's so ironic that This church is in that Monmouth County region. God showed it to me as I was driving. A revival is breaking out in the Monmouth County, Neptune, uh, Ocean County, Ocean, in that area. God is doing a revival there. God is using people like Pastor Mallory to to break forth in revival. And when I talk about revival, it's not just gathering together, raising money, bringing in speakers. No, it's about bringing in the power of God. Even if it's two or three people there five or six or seven, the power of God will be so heavy that it will draw others in. There is a breakout coming. So this is not the time to quit. This is the time to lean in. As I take my, as I take my a flight and, and take my seat, technically, even though I'm sitting in my chair here in my dining room, I want to encourage you to lean into God, lean into your faith, Believe God like never before. This is not the time to quit. It's not the time to give up. Lean in, giving him thanks, worshiping him, praising him. Remember I said the Bible told us, and I'll reiterate it again. They that worship him, they worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. When we come before him, we want to come with a repenting heart. We want to come with clean hands and a clean heart. Yes, Lord. We want to worship him so that we can see the results. And we want to believe God in prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying for the Lord is nigh. God's got an answer for every dilemma. God's got an answer for everything. But more importantly, God's got a space for each one of us on in the kingdom. It may not be doing the same thing, but it's all about his kingdom and his agenda, his His, 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 when we take the focus off of ourselves and put it back on God and operate in the Holy Ghost, there's going to be a move of God that you've never seen. And I believe that there's going to be a move. I'm preparing myself to be a part of the move. 
Listen, as I take my clothes and pray, I want to let you know that I've had some situations in the past 18 months that I just didn't see coming. I mean, one of them was that I had COVID-19. I was in the hospital for 14 days and I did not think that I was gonna make it the first two days. I couldn't breathe. It was to the, my oxygen level was so low, glory to God. And my mind was foggy and people were texting me. I couldn't even talk on the phone. I had an oxygen mask on, the big oxygen mask. And the next step, when they kept coming in to check to see if they were going to innovate me because my levels were dropping, I got up to go to the bathroom and they didn't even want me to do that. But I got up when I got up to go to the bathroom. I was so winded. I looked in the mirror. My face was gaunt and my the palms of my hands were blue. And I looked at myself and I said, God, if, if this is my time. I did what my people taught me to do. I repented. I do what I, and I said, you know, I said, whatever. And I said, if it's my time, it's my time. And when I got in the bed, my mind was so foggy, but I heard the spirit of the Lord say that, that he had more for me to do. That when I went through the waters, I would not be consumed. When I go through the fire, I would not be, that I would not be burned. He spoke Isaiah to me and I couldn't even get my mind enough together to, 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 to get that scripture. And then when it came to my mind, what scripture it was, I pulled it up on my phone and I read it and I went to sleep. The next morning when I woke up, I began to decree and declare when they came in, my oxygen levels were in the 90 with the mask on. I was in the hospital for 14 days. But when I came out, I came out with an assurance that that greater is coming. And I came out with an assurance that I would lean in. And I promised God, I promised him, I promised him, y'all. I promised him that I would lean in, that I would do what he called me to do, regardless to what I faced. And I faced some other things. But I tell you what, my resolve is that God is everything. And tonight, I want you to get that same resolve. I believe I'm talking to some people, yeah, my shot, go glory to God, that are ready to lead in. Amen. I believe that God has created an army and a nation that will do his bidding and do his work without flesh, without flesh on parade, without trying to be recognized, but just for the glory of God to be revealed. And I praise God for that. I want you to just go with me in prayer. I want to thank Pastor Mallory for this opportunity. I want to thank Hope International Ministries. I hope that I get the opportunity to fellowship with you all in person, not even as a speaker, but just at worship, because there's such a free spirit there. When I was there, I was invited in 2019. I was able to come on a Sunday afternoon. One of the brothers that came, one of the fellow ministers that came with, with us, he said to me, he says, I've heard you speak many times, but I've never seen you flow like that. And there was such a prophetic free spirit there. And I've just praised God for what the Lord is doing in this ministry. And I want to let this ministry know, and I want to let Pastor Mallory know that the best is yet to come. God is not done with him. God is not done. God is doing great things in the midst of you all. And I'm excited about what he's doing. Can you just pray with me as I close out and dismiss Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for what you're doing in the life of this ministry and what you're doing in the life of these your people. We pray, God, that everything concerning the woman of God, your pastor Mallory, that we call it blessed in the name of Jesus. Father, continue to anoint her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. 
everything concerning this woman of God. We call it blessed. We bless this church, God. We thank you for as you bring in even more souls, God, that they come, that they will come from the north, south, east, and west. We pray, God, that you would drop an anointing, an anointing that will break yokes, an anointing that will change lives. We thank you, God, because we know that you're real. And we thank you, God, for the anointing that rests on your people. Now, everybody, under the sound of my voice, God, I pray that you make the rest of their week be easy. Even this last quarter of the year, God, we call peace and we call prosperity over your people good health in the name of Jesus. But more importantly, God, we cause the power of God to drop and hit them. Oh God, like never before. We thank you for taking everybody under the sound of my voice, those that may listen to this in the future. God, let the anointing of God and the power of God hit. We thank you, God. And more importantly, God, we use our kingdom authority and we bind up the enemy. Satan, the Lord rebuke you and the blood is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. I said the blood of Jesus is against you. Hey, God, thank you for the power that is being released right now. We give you glory in the matchless name and the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Now, Father, as we leave and go down from this mountain and dismiss, we thank you, God, for what you're doing in this atmosphere. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in the Monmouth County region where this ministry is housed. Let the revival break out like you showed it to me. Let it break out in the name of Jesus. Let it break out in every church in Asbury, Neptune, Freehold. That area, God is doing something in that area. We praise you and we thank you and we give you glory in the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for this opportunity. I pray that you all have a great evening. God bless you.